The Color Gap Podcast is part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Cold drops, flickering lights, and where's that leak coming from? If you've ever wondered what's really going on in your home, Rumi's Ask a Home Inspector service can help. Connect with a certified professional home inspector by phone or video call and get your questions answered. Rumi will let you know what's easily fixable with a little DIY or when you might need to call in some professional help. Visit rumi.ca. That's rumi, R-U-M-I dot C-A and book your Ask a Home Inspector appointment today. This episode of the Color Gap podcast is also brought to you by the Alberta Association of Optometrists, proudly celebrating a century of caring for Albertans. It happens. Many people don't call their optometrist first for urgent eye care when they need it. From spring cleaning mishaps to winter eye infections, if you or your family have an eye emergency, doctors of optometry are trained to diagnose, treat, and prescribe medications. No referral necessary. And just a reminder, Alberta health coverage is available towards your urgent eye care appointment. To find an optometrist in your area, visit optometrists.ab.ca. The Alberta Association of Optometrists represents almost 800 doctors of optometry in over 80 communities across the province. Members are highly trained, regulated health professionals who provide primary eye health and vision care to Albertans. Learn more at optometrists.ab.ca. Planning, visioning, and setting goals should be my Capricorn self's dream, yet they really aren't. And naturally, the last 18 months have me rethinking a lot about what it means to be so focused on goals, career plans, and making decisions based on other people's roadmaps or expectations. How we've all been programmed for so long to think in milestones, goals, and achievements, and how much I think we desperately need to move away from that. I ask you to hear me out. I have some modicum of success, even if it never quite feels like enough. All the external markers of success seem to be there. A healthy six-figure salary, advanced degree, a leadership title, home ownership, and such. Yet, I've never taken a particularly conventional path. I was a late bloomer of sorts, and worse yet, someone who was surrounded my entire life by a community of people who were ambitious, smart, and now accomplished beyond belief. Top 40, under 40 lists each year are full of people I grew up with, so you can imagine the comparison game was strong for a long time for someone who took detour after detour to find that perfect fit career path. I spent a lot of time in the past being harder on myself than I should have, struggling to understand why my life has so many markers of being remarkably unconventional. And I have found myself humbled and redirected when I take pathways that aren't aligned to my authentic self. Nothing particularly traumatic like getting fired or dealing with stress burnouts and such, but more of that feeling like, you know, when you're wearing an itchy sweater or pants that are a little too tight, that deep discomfort that impacts the ability to really thrive at work. I've had to work my way up to a place of 
blissful ignorance around career plans and my complete inability to convincingly answer the where do you see yourself in five years question. So I've made changes often, yet rarely with particular plan in mind to get to the next level. And I can't say I'm all that mad at it. And what really inspired this episode is a few things. You know, I laugh every time I recount the one time I got super clear on what came next in my career and my life. It was January, 2020. And well, you probably know the rest, but for real, I had all these inspired moments that come from the start of a new year to ring in my 40th year with a bit more focus on getting closer to the possibilities for what I wanted in my whole life. It took a painstakingly long time to create a vision board that represented the life I wanted to actualize a healthy and thriving committed relationship, getting closer to the possibilities of living in both Vancouver and Calgary, authoring a book and going full-time into the space of self-employment with The Color Gap, which included teaching at a post-secondary level to help change the future of HR. And then came March 2020, when the whole world literally got turned upside down and it became clear very quickly that my first attempt at real career planning failed me because suddenly the idea of any sort of plans and good intentions really were clear that they were not in our control. The pandemic made it so clear that nothing was certain except the opportunity to learn. So I left a senior level HR position to make a major career pivot in May of 2020 after recognizing how stagnated I felt and how much of a jolt to my system I needed by way of another unconventional choice. And the last 18 months have been full of reflection. I've always been this really big believer in following curiosity versus this great life plan. And the idea that looking for interdisciplinary approaches to ideas and Expanding your mind is far more valuable than learning the same things at a more advanced level. I'm not saying that that stats course in my original psychology degree pathway was all that useful. It was very painful and difficult to wrap my head around the purpose of as my 18-year-old self. But I am saying that curiosity is a far better precursor to success than doing what's expected. It's what made me pursue an education master's after completing a business undergrad. It's also the most convenient excuse for binge watching Real Housewives on the regular because it's important to keep a pulse on pop culture and human behavior, right? (laughs) But really, it's helped me make the tough choices in my life in May of 2020 to leave a director level role in a company I had won multiple awards within and received multiple promotions within to pursue a much lower level role that had me back in the learner seat, completely stumbling my way through the first 16 months with my new employer in full rookie mode. It wasn't a straight and narrow path to that vision of future Shazia created by the pre-pandemic version of myself. It was a path full of potential for regret, not the one really anyone would have expected me to jump on. And it led to a realignment and shift in ways that I could never have imagined even possible. An even healthier six-figure salary, a new leadership title again, and the opportunity to lean into my curiosity 
in order to now make meaningful change in evolving workplace culture to create possibilities for Black, Indigenous, and people of color to thrive at work. I get to own that as my current career pit stop, something I'm pretty darn proud of, something that fuels and energizes me in ways that a more conventional version of myself maybe wouldn't have been able to access. And I say pit stop because I don't want to define my future by this exact scope of work. I want to continue to always lean into the curiosity and let that guide my way. And if you've worked in diversity, equity, and inclusion, you know how emotionally taxing the work can be. Getting people to care about the experiences of marginalized people and make sacrifices to challenge their own behavior and biases is not easy work. It can change how you view the world, and it sometimes takes the joy out of the purpose-driven elements of the work. For now, I continue to thrive in it to own the discomfort and lean into the learning, but it may not be the forever path. And that excites me because it doesn't limit me to stay where I'm not thriving. And on top of all of this reflecting, I've been doing a lot of reading, as one does when the real housewives start to lose their sparkle during a never ending pandemic lull. I'm a very balanced person. <laughs> And Adam Grant has been a more significant influence than most that has also helped inspire this episode. He talks a lot about thinking again and the power of knowing what you don't know. And reading his work is like the equivalent of a warm cup of tea for me. He's deeply pragmatic and to the point, but acutely aware of the state of the world and does a remarkable job of relaying information from a lens of humility, kindness, and empathy. If you know anything about me, you know those qualities are the key to my heart and brain. He talks about career planning a lot, and he has many things to say about it. In a tweet from August of 2021, he writes, a 10-year career plan is a mistake. A fixed plan can close your mind to new possibilities. You don't know how the world is going to change. You also don't know how you're going to change. You can dream 10 years ahead, but it's best to limit your plan to a year or two ahead. Could we be any more aligned and on the same page? <laughs> I think not. And I think there is something important to preface the rest of this conversation with. I'm not saying to throw out every plan you've ever had for your career and your life. Those big ideas, the dreams that keep you moving through the lulls are very important. They keep you moving in a direction without aimlessly following every whim of your heart. But I think it's equally as important to stay open to the possibilities and create pathways for yourself that expand the way you solve problems, the way you see the world, and the way you see yourself and your ability to contribute. Think of it as adding to your toolkit of skills, knowledge, and insights, all fueled by your curiosity versus dictated by expectations that may be outside of yourself. Let's have a real straight, quick talk about expectations. For many of us that identify as women of color, we come from communities full of high expectations for us. If you're a child of immigrants like me or an immigrant yourself, those expectations may be even more amplified to make up for the sacrifice and the desire for a better life. I've seen it time and again with people around me following pathways to success that are defined by their parents. 
and not fueled by their own passions or interests. There becomes this relentless pursuit of goals that leaves little space for mistakes, experimentation, or curiosity, and I suspect leaves things feeling very unfulfilled. I don't know the exact answer to how one shakes that off and follows a path colored by their own passions and curiosity, but I do think it starts with boundaries, with getting clarity on core desires, and of course, by starting to lean into curiosity. I truly believe that if something doesn't come easy for you, be it love, relationships, career fulfillment, financial freedom, health, then it means you have to embark on a journey that requires you to do the inner work. That's a very individualized experience. And what I do hope is that you start to believe in the possibilities of your dreams and desires outside of other people's expectations, outside of comparison to other people's progress and timelines, and that you center further in core desires that are driven by feelings, not structured goals. Feelings. Yes, I said feelings. (laughs) I remember years ago, I came across the work of Canadian author Danielle Laporte that truly changed the game for me on how I thought about moving further towards ideas for my future self. She speaks to the idea that if you reframe your goals and start by focusing on how you ultimately want to feel instead of what you want to attain or accomplish, that your goals will have more depth. Goals with soul, as she says. And I'll take it a step further and suggest that removing the pressure off yourself to reach specific milestones is a big part of how you might find some more joy in your career journey. Focusing on the core desired feelings of what you wish to experience will guide you in a much more meaningful way than structure, timelines, goals, and expectations that leave little room for detours, mistakes, and learning will ever do. For instance, say one of your core desired feelings is freedom. Would you make intentional choices that worked against that feeling? Or would you explore the possibilities of a career in entrepreneurship where freedom is the ultimate prize? Or say one of your core desired feelings is authenticity and you find yourself in environments where you aren't able to be yourself. Honoring that feeling makes you shift out of environments that don't cultivate that within you. It may mean a longer timeline to success or a pivot to get closer to a feeling of authenticity every day. But I suspect if you chase that feeling over chasing that goal, you wouldn't hesitate to make the tough decisions and the tough choices moving forward. And it's timely because we're getting so close to that time of year where goal setting becomes highly trendy again. It's a great time to rethink your approach to focus on how you want to feel in 2022. Taking into account what emotions your current situation evokes in you. Asking yourself what experiences you feel like you're missing out on and how you can cultivate more of those desired feelings into the new year. Take the pressure off yourself to meet that milestone or achieve that elusive goal and watch how your life will change. Consider the possibilities if you pursued things that ignited your curiosity versus checked that expectation and that box. And I'll leave you with this quote I saw recently by Joelle Leon, performer, author, and storyteller. He says, your resume gets to change. Your story gets to shift. 
your title gets to expand. Your role gets to pivot. Your definition of success doesn't have to be linear. Our dreams get to be as big as our imaginations. And if you haven't taken a moment, I would love for you to be part of the conversation with me for the long term. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player and tune in every two weeks for new episodes and conversations. And if you're so inclined, I would love for you to leave a review or for you to connect with me to tell me how I can be a further service to you. My contact details are always left in the description box of each episode. And I am grateful for each of you coming along on the journey with me, for trusting me and giving me all of this space to be my authentic self. Can't wait for what comes next.